0: Hey, everybody. Chris Ofali is here. We're getting pretty deep into 2021 now. And I wanted to take a moment here and look back at some albums that became classic this year. I've always been under the impression that a song or album or whatever became classic after 25 years. I don't know if that's the standard or not, really. I think I heard that somewhere. But that's what I'm going with here. And if that's the case, then that means we're talking about some albums that came out in 1996. 1996 was a pretty pivotal year for me personally. I turned 16 and I started driving, so it's pretty safe to say that I was listening to a lot of these on a Disc Man that was connected to a tape deck with one of those cassette converters. If you had one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, anyway, 96 started with one of the worst blizzards in American history over here in the Northeast. And then on January 28th, the Dallas Cowboys beat my Pittsburgh Steelers 27-17 in Super Bowl thirty. A few weeks after that, though, Tupac released All Eyes on Me, which you'll see on pretty much every list ever of best hip-hop albums of all time. The album featured hits like I Ain't Mad At Ya and Thug Passion, and, of course, the song that I haven't left off a party playlist in probably decades, California Love. push out of jail California dreaming soon as i step on the scene i'm here and who screaming feenin for money and alcohol for life of a west side player with cow die and a strong ball only in Cali will we it not rally to live and die in LA we wear Chucks not Bally yeah, that's just right, in lows so and khaki suits and is what we do flossin but half caution. we collide with other troops famous because we throw brands recognize- later that year in september Tupac would die at 25 years old as a result of a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. The album All Eyes on Me is now the same age as Tupac was when he passed away. A little later that year, on April 16th, Rage Against the Machine released Evil Empire. I'd already been a Rage fan, and I'm pretty sure I got this CD the day it came out, so I was a very small part in this album hitting number one on the Billboard charts in its debut week. You're welcome, Rage Against the Machine. In actuality, I should be thanking them for opening my eyes to a lot of injustice in the world and really shaping my little impressionable brain to think outside of my own little bubble. Plus, this album absolutely rocks. It has hits like Bulls on Parade and People of the Sun. And the song Tire Me actually won the 1996 Grammy for Best Metal Performance. I wanna be Jackie Onassis. I wanna wear a pair of dark sunglasses. I wanna be Jackie. Oh, 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 please don't die! On July 23rd, we got the debut album from a 19-year-old New York City singer-songwriter named Fiona Apple. That album featured hits like Shadow Boxer and Criminal, and Criminal actually won a Grammy 2 years later, which kind of shows the staying power of this album. It was one of the most critically acclaimed albums of 1996. My favorite song from this one was actually the intensely emotional Never Is a Promise. But as the scenery grows, I see in different lines One week later, Sublime's self-titled album came out. Bradley Knoll had tragically passed away from a heroin overdose two months earlier, and he never got to see the massive success of this album that went on to sell five million copies by the end of the 90s. I still remember seeing the music video for What I Got on MTV while I was eating my Honey Nut Cheerios in the morning and absolutely loving it. This album had so many hits. I think it's one of those albums that's so classic that every song feels like a hit. But yeah, what I got, Santeria, Wrong Way, all songs you'll still hear regularly today. My favorite on this album though, which just always makes me think of driving around with my friends in the summertime, is Jailhouse. Go! I want September 24th of 1996 would be a landmark day in rock history. And that's because Weezer released Pinkerton, the album that started as a disappointment, both from the response from critics and from sales, but became an ultimate cult classic, maybe the ultimate cult classic. The album was written while Rivers was studying at Harvard, and the band self-produced and recorded it between his terms in college. This was the last album with Matt Sharp on bass, and yeah, this album just feels so authentic and emotional and real. And I think that's why it stood the test of time. All oh, the redheads said you shred the cello, and I'm jello, baby. You won't talk, won't look, won't think of me. I'm the epitome a public enemy. Why you wanna go and do me like that? Come down on the street and dance with me. Ah! I- Okay, for a little more pop culture historical context, it was this same week in 1996 that the Nintendo 64 was released, which I'm sure had a lot of crossover appeal with Weezer fans. And it's crazy that September 24th, 1996 was not only the release date of Pinkerton, but also of Everything Sucks from The Descendants. What a day. 1996 had some noteworthy releases in the world of ska punk, which was just about to explode, such as Goldfinger's self-titled debut album, which came out in February of 96, and The Suicide Machine's Destruction by Definition, which came out on May 21st. And, of course, on November 12th, it was the album that would serve as my musical introduction to the host of Krista Makes a Podcast. That's right, Less Than Jake's Losing Streak. I know every word to this album, and I'm sure a decent amount of people who are listening to this right now do as well. I can still remember being mesmerized by the music video for Automatic when I saw it on MTV's 120 Minutes, which I watched every week, and I could not wait to go see them live and be part of all that fun. Rules, just got me to anyway i hope you all enjoyed that quick little look back on some albums that just recently became technically classic according to me <laughs> maybe give them all a listen today and stop by the to makes a podcast facebook group and share some memories that these albums bring out in you or maybe some albums from 1996 that i didn't mention that you consider a classic whatever we just love talking music with all of you who listen hell yeah man